Hey there, adventurers. We're right in the middle of March Madness, and that means you're going to get a couple of bonus episodes between now and our anniversary on April 1st. So keep tuning in and soaking in all that delicious encouragableness. Here's what happened last time on the Encourageable Party. A party divided. Shaft retaliates against Shakara for her attack on Falzarin. Mia manages to step in and calm the situation down, ultimately settling on casting Zone of Truth to get to the bottom of the Dragonborn's accusations. Once in the privacy of a rented room at the Creepy Aura, Falzarin willingly submits to the effects of the spell. Unable to lie, the wizard announces himself to be neither a deep scion nor to be in league with the Kralakina cultists. Anger quelled, but party trust still uncertain. Keck stays true to her word, and is able to get them into the Elder's party at the keep, only for it to be revealed that the guest of honor is Isabella Good. Now let's get back at it. Or, as Surma would say, let's get cracking. This hall is, is quite large. It's 110 feet long, 90 feet wide, uh, with a nearly 50 foot ceiling. It's very lavishly decorated with tapestries. They hang from every wall around you. Some have arcane symbols embroidered into them. Others depict the visage of, of uh, wizards of past. Two of them have elegant elvish script stitched into a maroon-colored background. They hang on the rearmost wall, directly behind the table that the elders and Isabella sit at, way at the far end of this hall. They're kind of nestled between two large double doors that have been opened, and you can kind of see that they open up into some type of garden area. Uh, those that speak Elvish, I don't know if any of you do other than Falzerin now, but of course Falzerin you are more than familiar with what, what they say. One reads, Noble be the path of the arcane, to stray is folly and leads to misery. The second reads, Tradition above all else. And you see, the, the hall's very crowded already. Many guests have, have arrived ahead of you, it seems. In this far northeastern corner, you see that there's a, a band that's already kind of set up and playing. Uh, half a dozen of these rounded tables, they dot the hall's floor, arranged in this loose circle, leaving a large open area where guests are dancing along to the music. It's kind of a, it's not like, you know, in the club dance, but it's more of like a waltz, kind of prestigious almost. Around three of the four walls of this hall, the west, south, and the east, you see there's an upper balcony, too, that runs around the perimeter, where more guests with drinks are, they seem to be conversing and kind of watching this display of the dance. Could everyone roll me a perception check, please? 17 for Shakara. Critical fail for Mia. It's a three for Falzern. 19 for Shaft. Get that crap out of the way. Yeah, Shaft and Shakara, you both notice Tenchi kind of slipping through the crowd and on this far western wall. You see him slipping out of the hall and through one of two doors that are align this wall. The two of you also spot on this, again on this far back northern wall behind the elders and Isabella, kind of leaning against it uh, underneath these elvish tapestries. So you spot two more figures that they stand out, they're unmoving. They're clad in plain gray robes. They're colored very similarly to, to what Isabella wears. Their clothing has no embellishments, though, that's very drab. They seem to be ill-fitting in, in random places, overly tight and stretched across an, an arm, showing a, like a sizable muscle mass beneath, but loose and baggy in other places, as if covering a lame limb that can barely function. They both wear gloves that match their robes, and their heads are completely wrapped up obscuring their facial features, save for a, a narrow slit that their watchful eyes, it, you kind of see them leering over the crowd. There's only two of them? There's only two of them. It does not appear that any of the elders or Isabella herself have noticed your entry as, again, the, the party's in full swing at this point. Other than those two that you mentioned, is, is there anybody else standing around that looks like they may be security or guards of some kind? Does not appear so. Um, is the is it packed enough where one could sort of move in the crowd and potentially not be noticed? You could try. Okay, so we we all walk in here, right? And and we see Isabella at the table. I'm gonna grab, reach up and grab Falzren and go. Hey, look who's at the middle of the table up there. Yeah, this this is. I have 
no idea why she's here, Shaft. This is this is not good. Is this something that we can hear, or just you're talking to him? I'm talking to him. Is a is the is the room loud? The music is audible throughout this very large hall. It's kind of a slight echo with its size, but the tapestries do dampen some of the the sound. I'm not trying to uh, to be quiet enough where you guys can't hear me. I'm just sort of directing my voice up to him and and having that conversation. I go so. We're here to tell them about the uh, Kraken, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Shakara, Mia, I'm not exactly, I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm not on great terms with, with some of the elders here. That figures. Well, Shakara, give we them don't a see eye to eye. I'm not sure how happy they're going to be to see me here, but we do need to stick to our task and, and alert them. I know a party like this might not be the best time to bring something up to them, but what? It does seem very formal. There's no time to waste. When else are we going to get a chance to talk to the elders all at one time? Well, maybe you two should go talk to them, actually. And who are you pointing at? Pointing at uh, Mia and Shakara. I I don't have an objection to that if if you two are willing to do that. I'm not sure when a an opportune time would be to. I sort of push on Falzern a little bit, like. Shut up. <laughs> Look at him. I go, so, I mean, it is the right thing to do, right, girls? Yeah, but weren't we worried about if they could be trusted? Yeah, that, we are. We're just going to tell them about the Kraken, and then, as far as I'm concerned, job done. Falzarin, point out which one is which to us. Sure, so, and I'm, I'm kind of being very weary of my visibility and presence I'm kind of trying to duck behind anyone who might keep me out of the line of sight of the table of elders and I name them off I, I say um, I go through the list and I would re-emphasize what I've said in the past I think which is that Alamar is the most respected and eldest and has the most sway and that he's one who should be should be a bit wary of perhaps um and and that he's the one that likes falls in the least and i would also point out um, geneva and explain that in the past she's been she's been the most kind and receptive to falls so she can perhaps be trusted if any of them can be and i i kind of skip over isabella when i'm describing them and who is the woman in the middle well shakara that's that's a bit of a long story and, well, I think you've heard of Isabella before, haven't you? That is Isabella? The one that you had dealings with? That is. We, we need to be very careful here, guys. I'm not sure why she's here. Think of her as a Falzren's ex-girlfriend, and he just really doesn't want to have a conversation with her right now. Things could get awkward, for sure. Things are already awkward. Shakara, we're we're all on the same side here, remember? Are we? He is not a deep scion, remember? I don't know if I still trust anything. Let's not make a commotion here. Uh, I'd like to kind of stay out of sight and see how this unravels. I'm not sure why she's here. Do you think that um, Geneva would help us fight the Kraken? I'm not just here to warn about the Kraken. I want help. You say their magical, their magic powers are really strong. I mean. They're very powerful, yes, but you have to keep in mind that they have allegiances to each other, and if they are not all in unanimous agreement for one thing or another, it, it may be very difficult to get to get one of them to heed our cause and join us. I mean, Shakara, right? You, 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 if you don't really trust Falzern here, I get it, but if you're trying to get their help to kill the Kraken, it's really irrelevant if he's involved or not, right? Agreed. So if we can do that part, then at least we'll be able to have them have the knowledge of that. I would still be really careful because, as you said before, we really don't know here who we can trust. They might all be deep scions. So Falzerin, are we allowed to mention that we know you or just leave you out of it altogether? I don't know if that's a good idea. I'm, I'm a little bit... Um, worried about this. Do you think you're going to get through the whole party without someone recognizing you? Well, I I may have some means to to keep myself from being obvious. I mean, 
we've been here five minutes at, by a table. Like, I'm sure people have already seen you. And as you are having this conversation, you, I imagine you've kind of moved away from this the entrance here off to the side a little bit as more guests have started to filter in. You hear this, the song that was playing when you walked in and kind of starts to wind down and the people on the dance floor, they, you know, stop their dance in time to the music and then a new song kind of picks up and more people join them in, in doing a, a, a different kind of dance. And Falzerin, you've certainly, you've been to this Elder Keep before. Like, you've been to, you've been to a place like this. Maybe not quite uh, a, such a formal occasion. Mia is also well-versed in types of, of ceremonies you know, traditional gatherings. Uh, both of you certainly know kind of generally how the ebb and flow of such a such an event goes is clearly we're waiting for uh, everybody to arrive. I mean, everyone has been invited here for a purpose. And obviously uh, with Isabella, from the information that Keck has told you, you could piece together. Isabella's clearly the guest of honor here. She's, she's the reason everyone's here. So there's certainly going to be more to be going on than just everyone here having drinks and having dinner, right? And listening to music, obviously. But uh, as this new dance picks up, Valzern, you actually you spot a woman get up from a, a table kind of close to the elders, maybe 50-ish feet away from you. She kind of takes the hand of, of, a, of another of another man egging her on to join. And you see that it's Catalina Fenden, Brendel's widow. She gets up on the dance floor. She's laughing. She's going to have a really great time at this party as it starts to, it continues. And, uh, you know, there's people running around with drinks and someone comes by spotting you without one in your hands. Uh, a, a waiter comes up. He's got a tray full of, you know, goblets full of wine and kind of eyes the four of you as it's very clearly the way that you are dressed. Nowhere near the elegance in which some of these guests are. You get the air of there's some real pomp and circumstance going on in this place but regardless you've entered he has no reason to question and hands you each a drink should you want to take one i'll take two yeah i'll, I'll take one i think i haven't said this yet but i think Falzerin, upon seeing isabella he, he would have pulled his hood up over his head to as much as that might stand out he wants to not be recognized if at all possible i uh i take the drink that was handed to me and i give it to shaft here you go well, I'll take two. I'll drink one real fast, just chug it down and put it back on the tray, and then take hers. Shakara will not take a drink. Falzern's hand's kind of shaking a little bit as he takes a drink, and he's saying, yeah, I think this is exactly what I need. And the waiter kind of gives you each a nod and flits off to you know return the empty now and serve some other people. So, Shaft, I, I think we need to lay low here and maybe, you know, stick to the outskirts of this room and... I'm hoping I don't get noticed for at least a little time. Shakara, Mia, are you willing to go tell the elders when, whenever an opportunity presents, it, presents itself? Yes, of course. I'm quite familiar with ceremonies and parties. Ugh, I kind of dread them myself, um, being raised around so many, but I, I don't... I kind of have a sense for these things. It's not appropriate to go up there and talk to them right now. I'm going to wait a little bit. Why cannot we just go and get this business done? I, it's a very delicate business, Shakara, to go up and talk to elders like this, and... We have information for them. We need to tell them, and then we need to leave. I mean, I, I don't agree with you, Shakara. I think you're seeing it as black and white, and it's a lot more gray than that. I'm with, I'm with Shakara. Let's get the hell out of here. And I drink my other drink down. <laughs> Put it on the floor. If you're with Shakara, go ahead and go up there with her. No, hell, I'm not going up there. I'm just saying I think we need to get this done. Falzer and I need to... I sort of look at Falzer and I go, You see anybody here you don't know? There's certainly a... You know, I recognize a lot of people here. I'm hoping no one has recognized me yet. Uh, I think we're just going to stay back here and have a few drinks. Mia, I mean, what's your concern? I, I'm, I don't understand. I just understand the delicate intricacies of social networking and parties, and I just need more time to observe. Maybe if you walk up and sort of whisper it to one of them instead of making a big scene. <laughs> oh, Shaft, you're so funny. No. Mia, I shall defer to your uh, experience in these matters. 
I shall follow your lead. I, d I don't mind uh, leaving the boys here, Shakara, and maybe just walking and, and introducing ourselves to other people and just sort of keeping an eye on the head table. I just, the time, when the time is right, it will present itself. Well, the good news, everyone, is that the, these magic users, they tend to like the rest. So I don't expect this party's going to go all night. I'm going to look around and be like, we do stand out a bit. We are not as fancy as most here. Definitely we do in all of our armor. And I like look down at <laughs> two chicks in full metal armor, like Warhammer in hand. This whole time I've had my back to Falzerin. I'm like barely acknowledging his existence. I'm going to grab Shaft by the elbow and say, Shaft, why don't, uh, why don't we duck out? Um, perhaps we could escape to the, to the washroom for a moment. Probably not a bad idea. I keep looking up to see if Isabella is uh, looking in our way. And if I look like she's sort of glancing, I try to stand behind somebody else. I'm a pretty short guy. I think I could probably. Absolutely. Especially, you know, between you and basically them at the other end of this hall, there is, of course, everyone on the dance floor. So you have I've skirted quite a bit. And you do see the amongst the, the six of them at this head table, they're just kind of chatting amongst themselves. It doesn't look like anyone is really approaching them as they're all just enjoying themselves currently. So I'd say to Falzern, what? See that door over there? Over on the west wall? The one that we saw Tinsy go out, Tinchy go out of. I'm going to say, what's what's back there? Falzern, you know that through there are the washrooms. It does lead to a hallway. Falzern also knows that that leads to the elders, uh, like their studies, and there's a, a kind of like a, what would be a conference hall there for for teachings and lectures and that kind of thing. That was that was where I was thinking of going, Shaft. It's it's kind of the closest, I think, the closest door we can get to without getting noticed. Girls, does that sound fair? Can we? Can Shaft and I? I feel like we already walked away. Like okay, we're ming we're mingling. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take. Uh, <laughs> let's take Elena and Emily. Kick, kick the gentleman off mic and you guys can, the two of you can be walking in, in this crowd and yep. you want to be conversing to some of the guests. You Well, my first question is, you said no one is going up and approaching the table of elders. They're just discussing amongst themselves. Yeah, currently. Now, does that seem weird to me or is that like intimidating as far as us coming up to the table, right? Um, yeah, possibly. I think uh, it doesn't stand out to Mia as being odd okay maybe it seems strange to shakara but as you're kind of moving through this crowd you're kind of approaching this the crowd of dancers kind of thing and there are many conversations of people clustered around too right not everyone is dancing obviously and you kind of overhear many of the guests there they're speaking about their own academic pursuits uh, a couple of them are, are cheerfully debating the most useful spells uh, for their given craft uh, the best inks in which to pen one spell book, some real nerd shit. Okay. <laughs> you you do you do hear though uh, quite a few of them speaking about a strange shell-like boat that showed up at the port. Interesting. I don't think I would chime into that conversation. I don't know about you, Shakara. It appears the Rising Star Three has not gone unnoticed. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to be accepting of something magical like that. But everything here is magic, and about magic. I know, but Falzerin said there's, there's a lot of resistance to change and... Falzerin has said many things. Sure, <laughs> sure he has. Keep looking up at the head table, no one seems to be addressing them or talking to them. It's just... Is that unusual? I don't think so, but it's also weird that they're not, you know, raising a toast or addressing us as well by now. Would we cause a scene if we went to talk? I don't really want to cause a scene. That's... That is what I'm asking. Yeah. I'm afraid that we might draw attention. We're already drawing enough attention in these... These armor. This armor we're wearing. I don't know. Let's keep mingling. I, I see something on the snack tray over there that I want to try. So I, like, lead, lead her away. Are you striking up conversations? You're not striking up conversations with anybody? Is there a particular... Set of group you may want to eavesdrop on, or what exactly is the the goal here then? I really just, <laughs> I'm really hoping that 
we don't become the first and only people to address this table of elders. I'm just hoping maybe they say something or someone comes up to them or at least listening to the crowd, we can maybe figure out like in context why we're celebrating this guest of honor, like why this party is existing. Okay, that's that's great. Why don't, uh, yeah, you don't need to do a rule for that. As you're kind of walking through, though, again, you're you are getting some glances as people are seeing how you're dressed, and, and one one of them kind of steps up to you away from this cluster of three in which they were conversing, and oh, hello, are, are you two performers? Is there, are you are you are you clad for 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 a play? Is is that? We are wasting time. We have important information. We need to impart. Okay. We sure. must speak with the elders. The play's begun. I love this role play. Uh, well, my, my my goodness, ma'am. You you certainly look like ones that could handle some type of danger. But uh, uh, if there is a threat to the city, then surely it was of great import for you to talk to the elders. He kind of chuckles as he delivers these lines. I'm just glaring at this guy and like, oh, I want to melt his face. And I'm looking at Shakar like, please don't do anything stupid. <laughs> um, so I look at this this guy that's now acting along with us and be like, oh, wow, yeah, you're a great actor. Um, when you say that we could talk to the elders, do are guests allowed to talk to the elders? Well, I mean, we're all just waiting for... Alamar's announcement. I mean, we are here to, to honor this special guest. Who is this special guest? What do you know of her? I mean, honestly, not not too much. Uh, certainly, many of us have heard the name Isabella Good around town. Uh, she helps out quite a bit with Heraculon, so the rumors say. I'm not sure if that if she's being honored in some way. When is the announcement? Well, I, I believe we're just waiting for the rest of the guests here, right? I mean, is it just you two for the play? Surely. I appreciate you maybe warming up with myself. But usually the festivities really start once the announcements are out of the way. And I appreciate all the compliments, sir, but we are not actors. Like, we are adventurers. This is not a play. My, my goodness. Should I be alarmed? No, no. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> it depends highly on how our news is received. Does this have anything to do with that strange boat that people have been talking about? What do you know of the boat? Well, I've not been down to the port in many weeks. Uh, I haven't seen it myself, but people speaking about how, how quickly it moves through the water and submerge and, and surface all around the island. Uh, Obviously, we don't belong at this party. I mean, look at us. We know nothing of which ink to use for your spellbook and... Oh, well, that's easy. You use McLaren's finest. Best ink around. You won't find anything better. We do not care about Good to ink. know. We don't really care. I'm looking at the elders' Pardon tables. Me, then. Are they still just out of the corner of my eye? Are they still just talking amongst themselves? Yeah, and you see, you know, they're being served some drinks and food themselves. Shakara, I just, I don't want to make a scene. I know you're getting frustrated. It may be a bit too late for that. Well, they haven't noticed us yet. We wait for the announcement and then go talk to them? That's what I'm thinking. What if, if you're it's... as rude to them as you are to me, your your news will fall on deaf ears. You are of no consequence. Uh, sir, How she's you. she's had a rough day. If you could just leave us be. I'm s- My apologies. I'm sorry. How did you two get in here? And he mumbles under his breath as he storms away. And you see, he walks back to his group and he... See him pointing and gesticulating at you, seeming, you know, in, in a bit of a rage. I'll wave to the group. Okay. All right. Shakara, this is not going to go well if you don't turn your attitude around. This, this hostility cannot be present when we talk to the elders. We're here to help. Right? I look a, li- a little bit ashamed. I am sorry. I am not sure what has come over me. I'm not sure either. Something with Keck. I don't... Do you want to talk about it? I have a minute. We're still just observing here. There is more to it than what has happened with Keck, but I cannot speak on it now. Alright, just know that if you want to talk about it, I'm here. I I know I've only known you guys a few days, but I, I thought I could trust you, and I, your outburst with, 
With Falzerin and your hostility towards a total stranger right now, I'm just beginning to wonder what the heck is going on. I wish Campbell was here. He would be able to... help me make sense of things, I believe. Well, what do you think? No one's really addressing the Elders. Wait for the announcement, or... kind of mosey on up there? Maybe we can... be near the front and catch their eye. Okay, that's fine. So, we kind of wander to the groups of people in front of the table. And again, more overhearing these same conversations, it's very, you know, it seems like everyone here is very focused on their academics, and it's it's like their lifeblood, basically. There's, again, not much additional talk. Obviously, some personal anecdotes that really mean nothing to the two of you, but you move closer to this table, so now are you kind of circumnavigating this kind of dance floor here and uh, making your way towards the table? Not quite marching towards it, but moving in its general direction? Yeah. yeah. I would say we are... Moseying. All the way up where I put myself, like, pretty much within within 10 feet of the table. I would say we're probably off to the, off to the side a little bit. Sure, like over next to the band kind of here? Yeah. And you do see as you approach the the man that you Shakara was quite rude to, you see him still kind of across the room, and he's still kind of giving you glances and pointing and speaking to some more people around him. Uh, seems you are drawing some type of attention, but you do right. see one of the elders, Geneva, as Falzer did point them out to each of you. You see her a little side eye kind of t- in your direction. And then she fully turns her head and meets both of your gaze. She has kind of a, a quizzical look on her face. I'm going to, like, nod my head, like, go gesture, like, come over here. Um, which one is Geneva? She is the uh, the dark-skinned elf. One of the two elves, but she looks much younger than Alamar. And as Shakara, you kind of nod your head. Again, she a quizzical look, but you see her lean over to uh, the, the woman to her right, uh, Sybil, and she whispers something into her ear, and Sybil gives her a nod, and Geneva stands up from the table, and she makes her way over towards you. Hi. Are you Geneva? Yes, I am. I'm Mia, and this is Shakara. Um, very nice well to meet met. you. And you. You are not quite dressed for the party, as many of our guests are. We arrived yesterday on the strange ship that is now in your port. We bring grave tidings. Well, that's it's not not good news to hear. What seems to be the problem? Well, there's a, there's a few things going on, Geneva. Um, can we... We were told we could trust you. Oh, by, by whom? Our friend Falzerin. Oh, is he back in Heraklion? Maybe. Can you roll a deception check, please? 16. So, how do you know him, then? Well, it's all part of the news, right, Shikara? I mean... Our paths have crossed. Yeah. We came together uh, and discovered things going on on the mainland that affect Heraklion as well. My, my goodness. Perhaps, perhaps this isn't the right place for us to speak about such matters. And I'm sure the rest of the elders would be interested in hearing what you have to say if your news is as dire as you speak. Well, Geneva, the question is, do you trust all the other elders? Well, of course. We built and we maintain Heraklion. I consider them all to be my friends. Yes, we must impart our news to all of you. It will take your combined effort to confront what we have to tell you. Can I do an insight on Geneva? Sure. 20. Yeah, I mean, she, when she speaks of her trust in considering them all friends, you get the sense that she's not being entirely truthful. You know, those words don't ring entirely true. Um, she did kind of give a slight pause before confirming that, yes, I trust them. So it doesn't seem like there's an implicit trust between her and maybe... Some of them or all of them. Again, she really referred to all of them. So, Geneva, I have reason to believe that there could be an infiltration of your leadership in Heraklion. 
And I'm trusting you to know what I mean by that. Have you heard of a deep scion before? Well, I am briefly read about them. We have a myriad of texts on all types of creatures, yes. How did you come about this information? I I mean, do you know how deep scions are linked to krakens? Well, I do not know there's a specific link, but I, I guess that is a possibility. Can I do another insight after I've mentioned deep scion to her? For her reaction? Yeah. It's a nat 20, so that's 27. Yeah, she's like she she's definitely heard of deep scion. But she didn't give a reaction of like suspicion. She was kind of maybe taken aback when you mentioned the name of them. Okay. Like physically, like she kind of puts a hand up to her chest, reacting to you mentioning them. Yes. So I want to look over at Shakara and Geneva and Shakara. I know that you want to talk to all the elders, but I just. I don't get the feeling that Geneva trusts all of them either. I can't I can't risk letting this information get into the wrong hands. Geneva, Falzern is at the back of the room. There is a kraken in the waters off of Heraklion. And Isabella Good is not who she seems to be. And we want your help, Geneva. Let's not forget that. Well, that is quite a bit to take in all at once. I'm, I, I'm, what? I'm, I don't know what to say. We need your discretion. I must insist on some form of proof. I, I, I do not know either of you, and I've lived here most of my life with these elders. I mean, you won't need much proof for long with the Kraken. Like, it will get bigger and attack. It will. We've seen it several times now. Geneva, do you, do you trust Falzerin? Yes, I, I, I quite like Falzerin. That's not much to go by. Shakara, you're not helping. Um, if you trust Falzer in Geneva, you should just trust what we're telling you is true. He didn't want to risk being seen by Isabella and the rest of the elders like Alomar. He knows that he's not their favorite person. He sent us to come and warn the elders, but I don't, I don't know that you guys all are able to be trusted about this Kraken. We need help. We need all the help we can get, and we need to protect your island. There's much knowledge here that needs to be protected. I agree that, yes, if there is a threat to Heracleon, it needs to be acted upon. And, I I mean, I know Falzern and Alamar certainly do not see eye to eye on many things, but you come speaking of these events, but you lead in with a lie, as Falzern is here. Is he not? I, I am not sure which one of you to believe. Geneva, he's here. But we're just trying to protect him because we're his friends too. His life is in danger with Isabella here. Okay, listen. I'll speak with him as well. Before I bring this to the elders, I do not want to want to hide anything from them, despite your accusations. They do need to be consulted as well. Agreed. We would be more than willing to tell the entire tale to all of you. That would be appreciated, yes. We just have to know we might be telling the enemy what we know as well. I believe they know what we know. True, but do they know that we know that we know it? At this point, I do not think it matters. It is more important to tell the story and get them on our side and acquire the aid they can offer. Geneva, have have any of the elders ever left Heracleon, or like, have they ever traveled throughout Aspara? Myself, I have for many years. Uh, I'm quite long-lived, and Alamar himself as well. As for the rest, I, I do not believe so. Okay. I just didn't know if my family name would give what I'm saying any credit. I'm, I'm Mia Brightwood from Beric. My, my goodness, I'm certainly familiar with your family's name, I am afraid that it has not much sway here. I would never associate my family's name with a lie, though. Like, I I really mean it. I, everything we're saying is true. I just I hope it at least sinks in with you how serious this is. Is it possible to set up a meeting with all the elders? Is that this may be discussed? 
And we shall bring Falzerin and our other companion, Shaft, who also know the tale. Yes, I mean, once Alamar has gone through his little speech that he so loves to give at these types of events, I'm sure we could arrange something tonight. As If this is as urgent as you say it is, I believe we should not waste much time hearing your tale. Agreed. Agreed. Tonight sounds good. And as this, you know, this kind of conversation is coming to a close, the music again quiets. People on the dance floor, they stop dancing, and you see Alamar rise from his seat, tapping this glass, like his goblet, basically. And it seems louder than it should be, but it's loud enough to where it resonates throughout the whole hall. And we'll go back to Falzern and Shaft. Shaft and Falzern, you've left this ballroom where the party is going, and you've stepped through the same door that Tenchi had walked through, that Shaft had noticed Tenchi moved through. And now you've found yourself into this long hallway, kind of this T-shape. You see it goes left and right and straight ahead of you. And there are a series of doors on the left and right of this main like where, where it's going straight in the way orientation that you're facing, which would be west on the map. And Shaft, you don't see any sign of Tenchi, but you are now out of this ballroom where the where the party is going on and into this hallway. There doesn't seem to be anybody else here. It's a good idea that we we stay low, right? Lay low. Yeah, I'm I'm worried. I, what is Isabella doing here? This has got me completely off guard. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah a little little while ago, I went and and put in an order with our buddy Alstoff, and we had a little chat. Seems like uh, Isabella might be in with the paladins. She has something to do with the uh, order in the snakes and stuff. Those mechanical beasts. Yeah. Really? So I don't think she's, uh, not surprisingly, not been on the up and up with you the whole time. Oh, this is, this is bad. So we can only assume that she's here and the council is also in on this deal with the paladins. You know, there's a hell of a lot more going on here than we know. This is... this is... uh, I do not like this. Those are some powerful people sitting at that table. Especially with Isabella being thrown into the mix with them. If they're all against us, this is bad. I... I never saw eye to eye with them, but this... I wouldn't have expected this of especially someone like Geneva. She she seemed like she her heart was in the right place. Uh, I mean, we gotta assume that maybe some of them are in on it and some of them aren't. She could be just fine. That could be. And not know anything about it. Yeah. Right now, I think we need to figure out how we can lay low until they go find out or tell them about the, the Kraken. Which, which is odd in itself because that was more you know, Erica's deal. I know. I wonder if Isabella has anything to do with the Kraken. My gut says no, but who knows at this point. Now, Shaft, part of the reason I wanted to get us out of eyesight of everyone is that uh, I have an idea. I've recently learned some new magic, and I might be able to give us about an hour of time where we could sneak around and gather information there might be some rooms in here that that could have some incriminating evidence that could help us figure out who's on which side and i can give us well i can give us invisibility for up to an hour that's that's handy yes no one will be able to see us i mean there are some powerful magic users here who might be able to by other means detect my magic and discover us that way but For anyone who's not on high alert, we might be able to pass unseen, and as long as we're quiet, we could have some time to see what we can see back here. Let's not stand here in this hallway and talk about it. Is there a place we can go? Sure. Somebody could walk in here any minute. That's a good point. Yeah, let's let's duck. Perhaps we can duck into the washroom, and 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 I can cast this spell if if you think it's a good idea. Now, if we are to attack, which I'm hoping doesn't arise while we're here, but that will break the spell just so you're aware uh okay and i start walking towards one of the uh, one of the doors is it is it like wash separate little washroom areas 
Yeah, so again, um, there's, there's looks like there's four closed doors on either side of this 20-foot hallway that uh, leads west. And Falzerin, again, Fal- Falzerin has certainly been to the keep. He has some information on his layout. Uh, he knows that these are individual stalls. Each door is kind of its own, like, washroom, basically. Can I do a check to see if um, if I hear anyone in the stalls? Sure, you could put your ear to the door and do a perception. Uh, you want to check a specific door? Um, both. I kind of would just want to take a moment to hear to see if I, I think I heard, hear anyone that was close to us that might have overheard us from the stalls, and then I'd like to try and find an empty stall so that we don't walk in on someone and be found out. Sure, roll perception. Both of you can. It's a 16 for Falzern. Nine. So as Falzern, you kind of approach one of these doors and listening in. The first one you move to doesn't you know, hear the sound of anything coming from inside, but as you move past some more of them, uh, from the one on the end, you hear kind of the, the sloshing of, of water coming from inside. Okay. Shaft, quick, let's let's get inside one of these rooms before someone comes out. Right behind you. So I open one, the one that I think is empty and, and pull them in. And walking inside, you just see there's, uh, it's about a 15-foot opening here. It's a kind of a bucket of water on the ground in front of a, a half mirror, basically, on the wall. And there's what looks like a, a now an old, a, a stall where the where the actual toilet would be. Okay, how's this work? You just, uh, you're going to do your mojo here and then boom. Can I see you and can you see me? No, we won't be able to see each other. Um, so we're going to have to be strategic about this. Either whisper really quietly to each other or tug on each other's robes to let us know where we are if there's people close by you know your way around i'll just hang on to you and i'll try to stay close by okay i'm thinking shaft we explore back around this area that there might be some rooms that these elders have something stashed away in that that might give us more information sounds like a plan i'm in so i'm going to grab onto his his robe before he casts the spell so he he sees me kind of making some hand motions, um, outlining some kind of arcane uh, symbols in the air and, and muttering some incantations under my breath, and we both disappear. Excellent. Uh, okay, so you want to move down like this western hallway, or which direction would you like to go? So basically you have your pick of south, north, or west through this little T-junction. But again, Falzern, you know that to the west are the Elder's studies. Right. Now, Shaft, before we leave here, can you help us with our stealth at all? Uh, I can, but you told me if I cast any kind of spell, we'll become visible again, right? <laughs> any attack. Any attack. No, it says, I think the text I think says it's any cast spell. A spell, right? Or cast a spell. Yeah, it's spell. Can we can we retcon that and have Shaft cast it before? I'm hoping Shaft will cast Pass Without a Trace. No, you f***ed up. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I assume you you cast that at a, uh, you use a third level for that so you could target two people as well. Yes. Yeah, I upcast it. So I would say with invisibility, your stealth checks you have advantage on. Okay. And then uh, with patch without a trace, we get to add 10 to that, right? If it was cast before you put invisibility on. Look at the joy and the happiness oh, on Leland's yeah, face. It's, right it's rare that Leland has such a big grin on his face. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's chapter two, <laughs> baby. I just no. I'm playing by the rules. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay, let's go. We're gonna try and sneak out of this this stall here as quietly as possible, and then yes, we're gonna head west down the hallway and explore some of these rooms. All right, both of you roll me a stealth check with advantage. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Twenty-three. Uh, Seventeen for Falsey. Falls are new leading shaft. You open the door, which appeared to any viewer that it would open itself and you move out into this hallway. Doesn't look like there's anyone around. You can still hear even in here outside of the, the main ballroom, like the music still playing, right? It's it's still kind of now echoing throughout these hallways. Obviously much softer as as the doors that you came out were not left open. They're, they're closed, right? So you move towards this, down this west hallway and again with Falzern's knowledge of the layout it branches north. There's two smaller hallways that lead north kind of around what would be like two back-to-back conference rooms and to the south falls and also knows that there's basically it's like guest rooms for anybody that would be visiting heraculon or staying at the keep 
So I'm going to go up to the first guest room and just listen at the door, see if I hear anything. Okay, give me give me a perception check, and we'll do that for all four of these closed doors on this southern wall, so we don't, you know, actually take an hour to do this. <laughs> okay, uh, so eight for the first one. Do you, you want me to do one individually? No, nope, it's gonna be one for all. Dang. <laughs> I got a twenty. If we're going. So neither of you hear anything but the soft echoes of the music playing from the ballroom. So I'll, I I want to check each of them out uh, one at a time. So we'll go into the first one. The first one looks as if it's unused. The, the bed is made. Uh, there's no signs of, of like discarded garments or anything like that. Uh, same for the second one. In the third one, it does look like the, the bed sheets have been kind of tussled, and you do see the, the each, each one of these rooms, they're, they're, bas- they're identical, right? The, so each one of these rooms has basically what would be a, a chest, kind of like a storage chest at the foot of each bed. In this third room, the, the chest is kind of thrown open, and you see there's additional uh, clothing garments uh, inside of it. So clearly it looks like someone is staying here. And in the fourth room, again, it's much like the first and second. It looks untouched as if it's unoccupied. I'd like to go into the third room and bring Shaft along and investigate basically all around in the chest and to see if there's any papers we I can see anywhere, anything that might give me any clues about who's staying here. Sure. Are you now splitting up within this room yourselves and each want to do an investigation thing or what? Yeah, I, I think since there's nobody there, I'm just going to say, hey, I'm going to search over here. Well, you know, we can still talk. Just be quiet. And yeah. I let go of him. And All right. Both of you can roll me a investigation. It's a 16 for Falzern. It's a three. Falzer and you, so you're looking through this this trunk. Yes. Yeah. Again, it is. It does just look like a change of clothes. You do see kind of a, a familiar looking robe, though. It it's is what Isabella was wearing the last time both of you saw her. Does it look? Can I tell if it would be male or female um, garments? No, again, it's it's very nondescript. It's like a robe. It's robes are quite unisex. Yeah, and there's nothing else in the room that I see that would give me any indication that that might help identify if this is a a male or female that's staying here. Doesn't appear to be. All right, um, and I don't see any papers around. Nothing. Um, no bags of platinum or magic wands. No, again, uh, like so. There's this little coffee table, basically, with a few chairs surrounding it in, in one corner of this room. And, there's some empty dishes, you know, a couple empty glasses, but other than that, no. Well, Shaft, um, I think we've seen all we can see here. Uh, why, don't, why don't we move on? Now, do I recall what else is in uh, in this hallway apart from those conference rooms and these four kind of guest rooms? So which one of these, there's, again, there's two branching hallways that now lead north, kind of around these conference halls. Which one would you like to duck into first? I'd like to go into the farthest west, the, the one that's farthest from the the main ballroom. So as he walks out the door, I'm going to reach out, sort of feeling around until I, and then grab onto him again. And so I'll tell Shaft, all right, we need to be really quiet. This is, this might get a little bit dangerous here. The next rooms we're going to go to belong to the elders. So uh, I just hope there's no magical wards on these rooms that we're going to trip. But I think we need to try and figure out whatever we can. There's a lot at stake here. Sounds good. You need to talk quieter, though. Right. I'm sorry, Shaft. Let's go. So through this hallway, it may be like 60-ish feet long. On either side of you, there's two doors on either side of these walls. The doors on your left are, as you know, falls are in the, the doors to the studies. And as you pass the, to get to the first one, it has a nameplate on it. It's Elder Keek. So, like, they're very clearly labeled. So as you approach a door, you know exactly whose study this is. Okay. And the, the second one in this hallway is uh, belongs to Sybil. Do I hear anything? You can make a perception. I mean, both of you know the elders are in the ballroom. Yeah, that's a six. You don't hear anything from either the studies or from the conference room either. Shaft, let's let's walk around these conference rooms and, and go to the, the other side of this hallway where the other two elders uh, studies. Why can't we go into these? Well... I don't have a lot of suspicion. I mean, I guess we should check all of them. That's a good point. Let's let's check these while we're here. So I'll check the first one. Um, 
and just quite try and open the door as quietly as possible. The door does open, and you step into Keeksack's study. It's a fairly large room. In one corner, there's a metal spiral staircase leading to a second floor. You see there's a desk with, again, assorted parchments and, and you know an inkwell. Two fairly lush-looking chairs sit in front of the desk as well. And there's a, what looks like a bookshelf full of a few tomes and volumes uh, in the southern corner of this study. Hey, you look at the paperwork. I'll go upstairs and see if there's anything up there. Okay. So I'll wander over to the desk and take a survey of what it looks like. I want to try and keep it looking as similar as it did when I, before I touch anything. I'd like to put things back the way I found them if I'm able to. It looks like there's just, you know, you see there's like a to-do list on his desk, um, a couple different quills for writing, you know, an inkwell that's about half full. Uh, there's other, other pieces of paper with more scrawlings of, you know, lectures, basically. You see it's as if he's scrawling out like a, a lesson or something. Any drawers I can open? No. It's just a, just a desk with some papers on top. None of them seem suspicious or overly revealing of any nefarious things. It doesn't seem to be, no. Um, any other, anything else in the room of, of note that is worth investigating that I think? Again, just the bookshelf if you want to peruse some of the volumes. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take a look at and see if any of the names of the books stand out and seem unusual. As you're looking, you do recognize some of the names. They're very common volumes that you yourself have read in the the knowledge center scanning the titles though it doesn't look like as if uh, like there's definitely no books of some of the more non-traditional or you know quote forbidden types of magic that may alamar would be opposed to you don't find anything like that all right so i'll i will um follow upstairs to see what shaft is doing shaft up these stairs you find a living quarters. There's a large double bed. There seems to be a fireplace in one corner, a, a lounging chair. There's a small dining table. Some shelves line the northern wall. So I'm going to do the the typical thing that I think I would I would know. I'm going to you know look under the mattress. I'm going to go over and move the chair. Look for floorboards or anything that might look like it's been uh, you know taken up and back down again you can see in the cracks that it's not you know uh, lining up just right those kind of things I'm going to glance around there and give that a a tertiary look I'm not really concerned about this guy too much because it didn't seem like Falzern was but if anything jumps out at me I'm going to take a look sure roll an investigation that's not good that's a six yeah it doesn't seem like there's any signs of false floorboards or uh, there's definitely nothing hidden under the mattress at all or the bed itself, you know, in the cushions of the chair. You find a few loose copper in the, in the in the chair. You find three copper pieces. But uh, other than that, it doesn't seem to be anything out of place or out of the ordinary. Again, this bookshelf has, you know, a myriad of, of volumes that you yourself pro- don't recognize any of the, the titles. Okay. There's a door over on the wall, right? There is. Um, I'm going to go over to that door, sort of, is there like a keyhole or something that I can look out of? Yeah. I'm just going to glance out, see if there's light out there or anything, any movement. Do I see people walking? Yeah, you can make a perception with disadvantage. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's going to be a three. You do see a stone wall directly, like a, basically the other side of a, of a 10-foot hallway. A stone wall, that's all you see. I, I think since I'm invisible, I'm just going to go ahead and sort of slowly push the door like a crack and and glance out and see if there's anything you know what's down the hall kind of thing and falls are you moving up the spiral staircase and you see this door slowly creaking open of its own accord and shaft you do see basically this is a second level and you see that this hallway runs parallel with the hallway below in which you had used to enter the first level study and it does continue to the north and south of you. All right. I, uh, I'm i going to walk back to the top of the stairs, sort of walk down two or three and go, uh, Hey, Falzerin. Yeah, Chef, I'm right here. Whoa, I'm Jesus Christ. Right beside you. <laughs> Whoa, you, you scared me. Uh, yeah, there's a... Did you know there's another hallway up here? Yeah, 
yeah, I think, I don't know whether it's smartest to stay up on this level and work our way down or go back down to the main floor. Probably stay up here. I think there's less chance that we'll run into anyone up here. Well, yeah, if we're looking for something, it's probably going to be in their personal items. Yeah, I think you're right. Have you found anything in here? No, this one's clean. Okay. Let's move on to the next one, then. I think we'll just both sort of... I'm, I'm just going to walk over to the door. I'm not going to grab onto him at this point. And just go, uh, how about the one that way, uh, up to the north? Up to... up... I, I, that one! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so I'll we'll head up um, further towards the uh, further north to the one that's adjacent to this one. I forget whose that was. That is Sybils. Sybils. Okay. All right. So um, I'll once again just have a quick listen at the door, see if I hear anyone on the other side or any movement. You don't hear anything. And I will creak the door open very stealthily. And you see a living quarters much like Keeks, a bed in a corner. A few bookshelves, there is a hearse, like a fireplace, uh, a small rounded table in the middle, and a, another staircase that would presumably lead down to Sybil's study. Okay, why don't you go down and do the paperwork thing again? I'll check up here. We'll just do it do it quick, and then come back up. You just sig- signal me if anyone, if you need help. Uh, I don't, okay. I don't know. Uh, I think. I'll think, uh, yeah, well, we'll worry about that when that happens. Let's hope it doesn't. So, Shaft, you want to do the same type of investigation up here in Sybil's room? Yep, yep. Uh, Fifteen. And much like Keeks, you don't find anything really out of the ordinary. Other to the bed, though, you do find a small, like a thin book. And it does look like it's some type of journal. It's kind of leather bound. There's a, like a, you know, a, a latch on it, basically. So it is, does, it is locked up. There's, you know, uh, basically like a... a an arm, right? A piece of leather that folds over from the back cover to the front and kind of locks in. A small, tiny little keyhole on it. Hmm. Is it is it small enough where I could, like, pouch it and it wouldn't... It's not like a full-size book. It's like a smaller... It's very small, yeah. You could easily put it into, into a pack. It's less than an inch thick. I'll, I'll pocket it. Falls in. Down in the study. Want to do the same type of investigation, or you just want to look over the desk? You, you again, you see a desk. There's some chairs, a few bookshelves again with more more volumes. Yeah, I, I want to look for anything that I think might give me information about uh, paying a special attention for you know something that might be hidden somewhere that isn't quite out in the open. But I'm also going to look over just you know whatever's laying out on the desk and the bookshelf, those sorts of things. And this shelf, Sybil's uh, desk, Sybil's desk looks much more tidy than Keek's. There are no loose papers. They're kind of arranged in, in more of a neat stack. You do find a scroll that is bound with a piece of ribbon. Does it look like I could do a half-decent job of opening the scroll up and putting it back together without it being obvious? Yeah, the ribbon is just in a neat little bow, so you would have to replicate that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try my best to open it up, read it, and and then replace it the way I found it. You open it up, and it is a scroll of Dimension Door. Ooh. Oh, boy. You've put Falzer in a, <laughs> a morally sticky situation here. <laughs> so, I will remind you, for scrolls, that obviously you, you can't pen a scroll. Uh, scroll into your spell book of which you do not have a spell slot for Dimension Door is a fourth level spell so I don't believe you have access to that so you couldn't put it into your book currently uh, but you could certainly still use it now we've never really discussed it but uh, if you want to use a scroll that is of a spell that is either not on your spell list or of a level of which you do not have slots you will have to make an intelligence saving throw to avoid a scroll mishap I'm just going to look up Dimension Door Oh boy, that is a sweet, sweet spell. <laughs> oh, well. You'll get it soon. You'll get it not that far away. I'd rather just take the scroll and not have to. How long would it take me to? How long would it take me to transcribe it? Well, if again, if you had access to fourth level spells, it would take you whatever the time is that you've been doing, right? Yeah, it, it would take a while. Mm. What would Falzern do? I'd... He's not evil. I don't think he'd steal from from uh, Sybil, as tempting as it is to have that spell. I think I'm just going to leave it 
because I don't I don't have any reason to think that Sybil is is evil at this point, and I'm not going to steal something uh, from her. Can you roll a sleight of hand then to do this ribbon back up? Just trying to do mental gymnastics of of how I can think of a way that Falzron would want to take this because I want it so bad. <laughs> well, okay, not to try to sway you to do anything that may not be in Falzron's character, but Falzron, you know that. Like this is Herakland. Like scrolls here are really a dime a dozen. Like like oh, you know maybe. they don't be they're not sold. They're just they're really predominantly created. Now obviously Sybil put in some type of time, not necessarily gold because of the availability of many of the ingredients and inks, special inks that you would need here. But you know it certainly costs her something to create it. And you also know that the type of magic that I mentioned or is that's kind of the magic that Sybil specializes in. I would probably look look at it like do you hold any ill will against her I don't I don't think so a Sybil isn't isn't especially someone who's been I mean none of them have really been overly nice to Falzern except for perhaps Geneva Vance because she's been the person who's been the kindest but I think what Falzern will do um, given the fact that it's not impossible for Sybil to replace it um, and not worth massive amounts of money I think he's going to leave some gold that he thinks would cover roughly the cost <laughs> of that. <laughs> um, and he's going to take it, put it in his bag of holding. Sure. I will say that Falzerin estimates that a spell of this level were he to be on the mainland to procure the ingredients and the inks and parchment and put in the time to create something like this, it would run you about 2,500 gold pieces and take about 16 hours to create. What? Oh, dang. Okay, so it's worth a lot more than I thought. On the mainland, yes. But again, here in Heraklion... How much do I think it, it would set Sybil back to replace it if she had, if she wanted to? From Falzen's perspective, it would mostly just set her back the 16 hours of time that she put in to create it. Okay. And she's probably making a minimum wage, so... <laughs> Okay, um, you know what? I've got... Yeah, I will leave... I don't know. I think I'll just leave... I've got 50 gold pieces here, so I'm going to leave 50 gold. And that's our show. I know, I didn't want it to end either. But you can follow us on social media, Encourageable Party on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at EncourageablePar. Our website's EncourageableParty.com, where we have merchandise, maps, NPC character backgrounds, and right now we have our March Madness brackets. So go take a look and pick out your favorite NPC to make it to the end. I like Barry. Barry's going to win. We're sponsored by Critical Hit Design at CriticalHitDesign.com. The ambient music and sounds are all from Tabletop Audio. The intro and outro music is by Josh Jarvis. You can email him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We have a Discord channel, too. I don't suggest it. There's a bunch of idiots on there talking about stupid stuff most of the time. But if you're interested, you can go to the website, and there'll be a link there. And thanks again for listening. Things are tough out there right now, and we hope we can give you a couple hours a week to just not think about all that crap and have fun with us in the spar. So keep tuning in, and happy adventuring. Welcome to the first bracket of the IP March Madness quarterfinals. In the West, be it restaurant or man, the dwarf who closes down Applebee's, Rugar Alebender versus the half-orc with no time for gods or old women, Horik. Horik steps up and he, he's sheathing his axe. Oh, I know what this is, ladies and gentlemen. He's, he's switching tactics since his last fight. He's using his cunning conversationalist maneuver. Hork is talking non-stop. Rugar is frantically clutching his head, trying to plug his ears. Rugar stumbles to his beer wagon. He's, he starts to man the taps. He begins chugging down ale after ale after ale. The liquor seems to be helping him cope. He's talking back to Hork now. They're, they're holding a conversation that is completely incomprehensible. Rugar downs another mug full, and another, and two more! 
It seems the dwarf has turned the tables on Horik. The half-orc is now clutching his head. Blood is coming out of his ears. Oh my gods, members of the crowd in the front row are falling over dead. Horik's been driven to his knees now. Rugar standing over him. He's finishing yet another drink and pulling out his dagger. Finishing off Horik as well. Rugar takes his second bout. You know what they say about brewing, folks? It's a cutthroat industry. For our eastern bracket, he's chummed the waters and's ready for a feeding frenzy. Chucky the Arcanist versus Hot Stuff. He's burning down the house. Clash Bone Collector. Chucky goes for the air spring maneuver, activating his boots again. But Clash was ready for it. He winds up with his longsword like a batter waiting for the perfect pitch. His swing smashes into Chucky's breastplate, caving it in. Chucky looks winded from the blow. He struggles to get back to his feet as he readies a gauntlet blast at Clash. But the Chieftain, he's got Chucky by the wrist. He's activating his own breastplate. Easily able to overpower Chucky's. The Arcanist gauntlet blaster turned in on himself, going off in his face. Piece by piece, Clash strips Chucky of his Arcanist armor. Chucky tries to roll away, but he's stuck on his hump like a turtle on its back. One gut-wrenching stomp to Chucky's head, and it's all over. Clash Bone Collector is moving on to the semifinals. We're nearing the end game now, folks. Stay tuned for the second quarterfinal bracket in the next episode.